transgender Aubrey Place kills six people at our old middle school. But as MSNBC and CNN would put it, oh, this is about gun reform. And Congress is passing a bill about transparency in public education. That I'm much, much more on the politically tolerant. My name is Zachary Groper. My name is Cooper Brown. And if you like us, hit, hit that thumbs up or press that subscribe button. Now, you know, first we want to say is, you know, for prayers to the people in Nashville, Tennessee. But, you know, starts with that first story, Cooper. Right. So for those that are unaware, there was another uh, shooting that occurred, um, I believe Monday of this week was when the story kind of was coming out. Um, a, a horrific story. I don't generally like talking about these, but this is something that has been on the news lately. Um, and the things that have been kind of going on surrounding this story are some of the most despicable things that I, I that you see in politics where uh, we use tragedies like this to really push political agendas. And this is an extreme case where, um, you know, I know the left always accuses the right of doing things like this, but uh, there's a way more of a disgusting trend in my eyes that I see that the, the left always... Um, their response to, to tragic events like this. So uh, to recap, basically what happened is um, in, in Nashville, Tennessee, a, a, a woman that identifies as a man um, went into her old uh, uh, Christian elementary school. I, I think it's younger than an elementary school. Or yeah, elementary school, right. Um, and, uh, and began open firing killing three adults and uh, killing three children, one, eight, two, nine years old, I believe. Um, and then shortly after, you know, commencing the, the firing, did police arrive? Uh, they did what police were supposed to do is they busted through the doors and shot the evil person that was committing such terrible harm. And this act kind of started the whole narrative that the media is going to push all the time is as soon as there's a mass shooting it's what what do we blame the mass shooting on because if it doesn't follow their specific agenda then they move to whichever narrative best fits their needs so uh, you can almost create a flow chart of exactly what the media is going to be doing is number one is it a white man yes then it is uh evil white supremacists, white people. Is it not a white man? No. Is it a black man? Well, then it's gun, it's gun violence and, um, and racism that caused him to do this. Is it transgender person? Yes. Oh, well, it's the bullying of trans people plus guns also. So the story basically over the last week is that um, it's been pretty split in two ways, saying that this is a, a gun violence problem and that, uh, which is, completely untrue because please point to me the one piece of gun legislation that would have stopped an attack like this. And then two, which is the more disgusting one is, is saying that Christians uh, are implying that uh, the bigotry of Christians is the reason why an individual committed an act of violence against them rather than it just being the individual's fault for causing that act of violence for doing that. So I don't know, Zach, what, is, what have been your impressions on, on this week's uh, biggest event? I mean, I think you reiterated it perfectly. I think mm -hmm. what the media is trying to do is that they don't have 
the way um, we're talking about mainstream like MSNB or C or CNN. They don't have the the main prerogative of saying, okay, this is a white male shooter shooting, you know, ordinary citizens. The thing, what's interesting about this case, and obviously it's horrible, is that it's actually a woman shooter. You know, there's mm -hmm. only been, I think, five shooters in the whole, all of American history. So that that's first of all. And this doesn't fit their narrative. So, and as they say, they show the same thing over and over again to get, you know, a rise up of people saying, oh yeah, this is a white male shooting a bunch of students. I mean, a bunch of students and a bunch of young kids. And this is to do with gun reform. And as you see right now, what's actually going on is that as we see the motives of this shooter, it wasn't about just uh, white supremacy or, you know, mm -hmm. just shooting kids because of m mental uh, problems, even though she has mental problems. But it's about something much bigger than that. You know, it's an ideology she's promoting, transgenderism as an ideology. And not, not the, the fact you can't choose whatever uh, pronouns, whatever, but it's when you force on people. But what it's seeing is that it's evident that she went to this school previously, and this is a politically motivated crime. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the left, the mainstream media, is just saying, okay, the way to solve this is gun reform. It's very looking at it very uh, blindly in a black and white way and not looking at, at the out in an outward way where it's saying, okay, there's a bunch of political motivations that are involved in this that it seems more like a hate crime than something just you know a regular shooting from someone who's mentally disturbed. I mean, I don't know what you think about that, Cooper. Yeah, I mean, if this was any other individual, play play the the reverse card reverse always, card. and you you'll be able to tell that there's a, you'll always be able to tell that there's a double standard for something because if this was a white individual shooting up a or we see this all the time we see individuals that shoot up um, gay nightclubs for an example, but it's not a white man, then the narrative is dropped really easily. You know, right. it, it gets forgotten. Um, and I think this is going to be an instance where that turns out to be the case because um, the the media is trying to brush a fact that this person identified as transgender as much as possible. So they're they're breaking their own rules basically by saying by using the she pronouns even though she technically identified as a he, which is true. She it was a, it was a biological female. But it's breaking their own rules, basically saying that they're not going to be dead naming or, or, or misgendering people. Um, so they're doing whatever they can to to scrape away that narrative because it it means if the narrative is that trans people can commit acts of violence, then they are no longer the only the oppressed, right? They have the opportunities to be the oppressor, and, and because they can commit act of violence on people, um, so they're trying to ignore that as much as possible. But, you know, the horrible thing I got out of this and the, the media's response to this mm -hmm. was the fact that, you know, the transgender people are the victims of the situation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't involve that. They're the perpetrators of the crime itself. They're saying, well, because of the societal impacts, as, as, as we will mention uh, with the articles and the videos we have, but it's because of the societal impacts are leading some transgender to act on these horrible causes, you know, horrible shootings. That's the reason why, even though they're trying to deflect it even though what you're saying to show honest journalism which is not presented at all in mainstream media to show that these are the reasons the facts these are the reasons what happened and this is what took place and how we should resolve as american community when we see the media response it is just dividing more and more because it's showing you know one side's issue saying oh this is because of the gun reform issue and nra nra which is obviously not the issue it has to do with a societal issue and to trouble people and with transgenders and what they 
feel and the victimization and the mainstream narrative to show that transgenders are victim, 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 to lead a, someone like that to end up taking someone else's own life. That's what I see as. Yeah, it's definitely, it's it's the it's the logical conclusion for someone that is being fed an information that says, hey, everyone in the world hates you. People are trying to kill you. People are trying to, you know, quote, murder you in the streets or be, and, and say whatever nonsensical thing. The logical step to that is kill the people that are trying to kill me, right? right. But when your premise is based on a complete lie, which it is because the vast 99% 99.9% .9 of the population of the country does not want to kill trans people. It's That's an entire lie. Um, but when you push that narrative so much, it makes people really aggressive thinking that this is something that is acceptable. And, and then uh, what you were saying before, it leads to the media response of that these people are the, the, the actual victims, right? And now, of course, you can't, you're not going to blame all trans people for an event like this because it's the individual that was committing the act. But then at the same time, even taking some of the blame off of this individual um, is extremely inappropriate. And so that kind of leads to some of the, the media or the, the, the responses that people have been posting on Twitter and in the media. So one of them was the, the Trans Resistant Network, right? They, they released a tweet. Um, I'll have it right up here. I won't read all of it, but uh, I'll read kind of down a little where it says, uh, the first tragedy today was the loss of the life of three children and adults. All right, understandable. But then as, as if you keep reading, it says, the second and more complex tragedy is that Aiden or Audrey Hale, who felt um, he had no other effective way to see, to be seen than to lash out by taking the life of others and by consequently himself. We do not claim to know the individual or have access to their inner thoughts or feelings. We do know that life of a transgender of transgender people is very difficult and made more difficult by the preceding months by the vitriol avalanche of anti-trans legislation and public callouts by right-wing personalities and political figures for nothing less than the genocidal eradication of trans people from society. So right there already, they're, they're pointing blame, saying that uh, people of the media, people that are, quote, anti-trans or, or transphobes, that there are people calling for their death and violence. So it's, it's giving them an scapegoat, basically, saying that if someone is trying to commit uh, genocide against you, well, I mean, you got to do something then, right? And then it continues. Many transgender people are dealing with anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, and PTSD from a... Uh, 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 a consistent drumbeat of anti-trans hate, lack of acceptance from family members and certain religious institutions, denial of their existence and calls to do uh, to do retransitioning and um, forced conversion. All of these factors contribute to a population that is medically under um, severe and often face anti-trans biases while uh, accusing care leading uh, yeah care leading to significant physical and mental health uh, disparities hate has no consequences so it, it continues on but the entire piece is saying that listen yeah 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 we know we know there's the victims right there's the people that were actually murdered but have you stopped to think about the trans people because the trans people are the true victims of society 
And if you get, if you get the trans people, then, you know, this stuff is just going to happen more. So you have to affirm their beliefs or else do you want your children to die? I mean, because that's what they're going to do because they need to get attention. Uh, so things like that. There's been a lot of stuff online about that. And it's so disgusting. And it's and it's the famous uh, Ben Shapiro quote that kind of popularized him when he was on um, Pierce Morgan's show so many years ago where he says that they're standing on the dead the graves of dead children. Um, and that's exactly what's being happened uh, once more. You know, I mean, it's interesting going off of that because the calling that this is a genocide, that the conservatives and the right wing is call, calling for a genocide, which is not true. I mean, look at recently, we're talking about another uh, Daily Wire correspondent, Michael Knowles. And what he, when he was talking, he uh, made a speech at CPAC and he was talking about, well, we have to stop the uh, transgenderism ideology the media's response to that is like, oh, he's calling for genocide. He's calling for that. No, no, no. He's obviously not. He's calling for the transgender ideology, which pre preaches that we have to tell young people and force convert, uh, forced um, mutilations at young ages. That's what he's talking against. It has nothing to do about that. It's what I, the way I see it as is when you, when you promote an ideology like that, does it unify or divide people? And that's what it seems like it's going on with transgenderism as a whole. That's what he seems like to promote um i mean I, I don't know what you think about that yeah it's that's a perfect example of how anything that goes on the media will interpret something to make it way worse than it's supposed to be because again michael knows if you listen to that the lecture at the very beginning of his quote he's talking about um the ideology and that the ideology is poisonous basically not saying that you have to kill trans people because no one i know it's so hard for people to believe no one is advocating for the killing of trans people <laughs> no one is doing that <laughs> right but the thing is the reason why and no one's advocating for the, the reason why they rile it up because this is not individuals who are talking about these are like people in uh media pundits and stuff mm -hmm. talking about how this is a call for genocide when you say it like that, it does create a fear reaction, and that's it seems like it promotes their uh, the ratings and mm -hmm. whatever the earnings they get in that media corporation because if they keep do instilling this fear, it's it's you can instill get a lot more ratings from dividing people than unifying people. And that, this is just one example of how that can actually take place, right? That's but absolutely that's true. Actually, there's there's a bunch of examples I kind of want to run through if you want to uh, kind of describe some of these of, of how. People are doing exactly that, how they're kind of playing this card. I don't know if they're trying to be intentionally shocking for viewerships or ratings, but people are saying some pretty disgusting things um, where we have this one individual here, uh, Jocelyn Berry. If you, she was the, um, the former press secretary of Katie Hobbs. Uh, yeah. Now, because of this tweet, forced to resign. And if you, can, if you see, it says, um, us when we see transphobes, and it's a picture, it's a gift from a movie with, a, a woman holding two firearms. Um, this stuff is super untasteful. And it, it was only recent that she was forced to resign basically because of that pressure and good because uh, you're basically now advocating for violence. I mean, no, it is. I mean, that is essentially what it is. When you show a depiction of gun saying, this is what we see transphobes. Yeah. That was made after the response of the shooting. Yes. I mean, who in their right mind would think, okay, well, that, that, that's a thing I should be doing after condemnation of the shootings. Like, oh, yeah, maybe I should post this on Twitter. I mean, I, that's just I mean, stupidity in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, actually 
advocating for that after that. Um, there's one more, there's one more, one more that kind of went through the rounds too as well. Uh, I don't know if you want to read this one, but this is from uh, a David Pokeman, who's a progressive, um, uh, you know, talk show conservative person. I don't know yeah, if you want to so, read that right yeah. there. He's a pundit, kind of like, I mean, Dave Pakman on the left is kind of like a Ben Shapiro or a type, you know, has a kind of, or PragerU, someone who has kind of prestige. And, you know, what he said here is, okay, very surprising that there would be a mass shooting at a Christian school, given that lack of prayer is often blamed for these horrible incidents. Is it possible that they weren't praying enough or correctly, despite being a Christian school? I mean, come on. And what I see this as, okay, is... What you're literally doing is, I mean, this is anti, I mean, this is first of all anti-religious sentiment in mm -hmm. its form is like saying that, okay, mocking the religion because, oh, that's why the shooting didn't take place. Oh, you're mocking, you know, prayers and beliefs. Like God didn't save you from this uh, horrible event. And it definitely seems like something like that. I mean, also mm -hmm. it shows you there's lack of uh, pity, not lack of pity. And it seems like it's kind of, not pity what's the what's the term? empathy probably you know empathy, empathy. lack of empathy towards the victims himself and just saying you know we're condemning these you know just saying because they're christians because it seems like they're not on our side that you know it doesn't really matter about the deaths i mean that's an extreme way of viewing it but you know making a tweet like that after an incident like that i mean you never you don't really see that on you know the, the right doing that well, yeah it's it's extremely distasteful and and he that individual he was forced to uh remove that tweet for obvious reasons if you even look into that with the slightest bit of criticism you see how awful that kind of is um but the media has been really split about this now because it's either a it's either now the fault of christians so to speak or it's the guns right and so the people that kind of had their head on straight a little bit more, they at least have the wherewithal to blame the guns. So then you have, uh, you know, Joe Biden going out now um, saying that there needs to be assault weapons ban, even though the weapons used in this were not assault weapons. If you if you know anything about guns, I'm a, a big gun person. So I looked at their gun. I looked at a photo of the individual. I knew exactly what it was. It was a Celtic Sub 2000. It is a pistol caliber carbine. Does not even fire assault rifle ammunition, you know. Um, so immediately off the bat, any a sort of assault weapon legislation that is being proposed completely ineffective for a situation like this. It it would do absolutely nothing. But then you see people that, you know, I'm sure it's going to come out a little bit more that this person was extremely mentally disturbed, um, because all these all these mass shootings. Are, are done by individuals that are extremely mentally disturbed. And that has to do with a growing cultural trend that we see where um, in the past 10 years, I think there was major studies that were released just recently that based on 2010 to now 2023, that the rates of depression and suicide of young people have more than doubled at this point. And that has to do with the cultural thing. That's There's nothing else besides... Um, you know, some people are trying to bring the usage of the internet, but yes, that's true. The internet does have a culprit in it, but it's what, what does the internet allow people to do it? It's makes them much more self-interested. And when you're thinking about the self constantly, then you're going to find huge faults about it. And when you don't have communities to get involved in that can support you then, and you just feel atomized, then that's when the growing rates of depression 
and therefore suicidal thoughts and actions occur. And we see that over the past 10 years, it, it dramatically increased, particularly young um, women. That is a huge problem that no one ever mentions the fact that it disproportionately meant, um, targets women. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a really interesting point uh, you mentioned. I just want to mention something else about the, you know, hypocrisy of left and center. You know, famous celebrity Madonna, you know, mm -hmm. had a concert in Nashville, and all her pro proceeds went to trans right groups and none went to the victims of the Nashville shooting. I mean, that, that shows you where, I mean, that shows you first where the celebrities and movie stars mm -hmm. of Hollywood are, are on side. And it kind of shows you, you know, the virtue signaling, but only on one side, right? right. Not when you see an issue revolving a thing that doesn't fit their narrative on the left saying, mm -hmm. okay, we have to, you know, help these people because the Christian people are the victims in a sense. It doesn't really matter to him. It seems like there is that where we see with celebrities taking place where they only will only support um, things that were told to them by, you know, certain mainstream media outlets. So, I right. mean, more like only causes for certain issues and not others even though this is more of a human issue it's not only centered around one political idea mm -hmm. right i right before we we move on to our next topic i do want to show one clip because this has kind of made its rounds throughout um the twitter and and tiktok because for some reason there's been this huge now push by the trans community saying that this individual is now a treating them as a as they are a martyr um really propping them up saying that like this per that this person had no other option like you know justifying their actions in the most heinous disgusting way possible um and now we see you know videos of individuals saying really horrendous things so there's uh or really radical things basically openly calling for violence um, so there's this clip I want to show. Trans people in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Trans allies in Tennessee, it's time to fucking fight. Trans women, if they lock you up for identifying as a woman, fight, resist. You're going to die anyways. We're going to die anyways. It's time to fucking resist. Fight them. Hurt them. If they put their hands on you, beat them. We are at an attack. It's time to fight back. Do you hear me? Trans people in Tennessee, trans men, trans women, non-binary, fight. If they try to arrest you or have you arrested on a felony for existing, beat them, team up, gang together, get people who agree with you to come and fight. Carry a weapon at all times. And yes, you have to attack the police officer. So very clearly openly calling for violence calling for attacking police officers there's so many videos like this going around this again occurring after the shooting had taken place so after this was all in the news um saying that calling for more of this stuff so when the media always says that right wingers always you know they don't do anything for violence they always call for violence you know they they mentioned donald trump said that in his tweets right before there was an attack, you know, on January 6th at the Capitol saying that those tweets were calls to violence, basically, even though he said that they had to protest peacefully, but that is considered an, a call to violence. This video is not considered a call to violence. Why? Well, because apparently 
transgender people are a marginalized group and there's no because they don't have the power so to speak even though you know in many ways they do have more power they have they're some of the most privileged people uh in the united in western world because we treat them uh so reverently uh, then we just completely ignore that situation or completely ignore the the ridiculousness of of their speech i mean like you said the most reverent i mean you see their image being showed in all tv shows more and more often or giving voices more and more to them but it's kind of what we're going we were talking about earlier it's that media outrage from what the what they hear from whatever media outlets radio tv show what they twitter facebook all of them that what leads them to have this anxiety this depression and these thoughts when you're talking about when it's targeting women especially but when you hear all these comments about saying oh transgender people getting targeted trans people getting targeted you start to believe and start to think in it and her calls of action are kind of in response like oh man like they're going to come to get me this this i mean obviously imaginary uh reasoning even though obviously no evidence Mm -hmm. to support that but when you hear that more and more you start to think that oh yeah maybe this is what's happening maybe this is what's happening and then she that's how she responded like that we have to defend ourselves even though there's nothing to defend against no one's attacking transgender people as an individual at all it's always has always been to me about the ideology it's never been about the individual so i mean that's what i see it as and Mm -hmm. i think for the most part this person was suffering not really i mean i mean obviously it's a call of violence against uh people because they're thinking that they will get attacked first like you said earlier Mm -hmm. right yeah so uh it's Uh, it's a sad and and disgusting despair it's really upsetting to see um a tragedy like this being propped up i know people always complain that um they, they use tragedies to push their agenda, and that is always true. Um, but when it's done in in a response like this, this is as bad as I've ever seen it, where there is so much twisting of the, the narrative and, and putting so much blame on other individuals that have no relation to this at all. Even implying that um, Christian intolerance has, is somewhat a, con- a culprit of... Um, of the of the 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 victim's mentality it's you might as well just say that a victim a, a woman that was um sexually assaulted well it was because she was wearing revealing clothes i mean you're basically saying the same thing you're saying oh well because that's what she was doing so she's kind of at fault you know for this clearly that is not a true statement it's the same type of argument in this case where you know you know, some people don't like trans people and therefore, because they don't accept them in society, you know, quote unquote, um, then uh, it's okay to do violence on them because what else are they going to do to get their um, their feelings heard? But I mean, that's an interesting point you said. It's kind of a phenomena like, okay, but to me, it's like when they're saying there's a, there's a couple people out there who actually believe in hatred against one group or another. The thing is, is like, have these people have ever experienced this kind of uh, reaction, this anti-trans bigotry, or this, you know, this could be a phenomenon as a whole for like, or you know, anti-woman or anti-black prejudice. Has it ever actually occurred to, uh, occurred to these people as a whole, or is it just 
people saying as this keeps going on, they're saying, oh, there's transgender uh, hatred or there's black hatred or there's woman hatred, even though without there actually being cases in which that's actually taken place. But to say, you know, to keep saying that, I mean, yeah, you are going to believe it because that's what they keep saying is taking place. There is this transgender bigotry. There is this woman bigotry. There is this uh, anti-black bigotry, even though, I mean, what, what's actually taking place is not. And to me, that's what I think. It is disgusting, like you said, the media's um, response to the Nashville shooting as a whole. And this is probably one of the worst it's ever been because the victims have no uh, sympathy of, at all at the media. It's all attacking Christian groups as a whole. And even though they're not, they're not the culprits in the situation, they're ones who are actual victims in the situation. So we have to build awareness on that as a fact if we're actually going to grow as a society. But it seems like that's not taking place. It seems like we're going to still have the same narrative on the victim mentality of the left and the pe people of Christian right or conservatives as the perpetrators. And that's what it seems like it's taking place. Yeah, right. I, I, I totally agree with you. It's sad and, and disgusting to see, but that is the the state that the media is, is turned to is whatever they can do to fit their narrative, then that's the that's the direction they're going to take. Do you want to pull up the new, next article on your post? Sure. We can move on to our next story really fast. Um, if you want to describe this. Um, oh, you got the other, you got the tweet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could describe what's first. Uh, okay, there. Okay. So this is about the House Parents Act rights school bill after AOC. So this is kind of taking a little different course, but this is actually on transgenderism as a whole. It says House GOP passed a bill about the uh, Parents' Rights Act. Right. And mm -hmm. the what, what the parents rights bill is really essentially what it is. It requires public schools to disclose all curriculum from reading lists, library schools, budget costs, as well as force administrators and teachers to seek parents consent before changing a child's gender status. So. Well, I mean, and then what it really is, what first I'm going to say a couple quotes about it. So this is what Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat in Congress, said about it. They want to ban books. They want to bully the LGBTQ community. They want to bring guns in the classrooms, kindergarten and above. That's their educational agenda. And and the Republicans response to that uh, with Virginia Fox is that when Democrats come up with a rational argument, they resort to screeching about fascism. I mean, to me, what you see it as, OK, I don't agree with the fact that um, the, the federal government in, in this bill is supporting uh uh, more oversight on reading materials. However, under these circumstances, what we see is going on is that we see the uh, the abundance of transgender uh, reading material at schools that, that have to be overseen. And also, what they're not really talking about is that it's also about getting parents' consent before changing sexual gender. And, that you know, it's saying what Hakeem Jeffrey says is the forced conversions, which is not true. It's to you know, reach parents' consent because these kids are getting taught these ideologies that they they don't really know what they're doing they're not adults yet so they don't really understand what the implications mm -hmm. of what's what they're getting taught from so that's what i see as well um and they don't really have an ideology so that's why they i, I believe he pushed back on this especially yeah so this is the same and again most of this reading material it's 
basically the things that they're attempting to ban those transgender uh, pro books. It's not the fact that they're transgender; it's that the fact that they show very they show pornographic material in those things. And so, if you can't show it on daytime television, you ain't gonna show it to elementary schools in their libraries. Is um, but this is the same stuff that uh, the left and trans activist groups are pointing to to say that this is these are the things that mean that we can now commit acts of violence because there's a law that says our books that promote our lifestyle that promote you know different forms of sexuality because these aren't being banned or because these are being banned then or not necessarily banned, not allowed to be shown to certain grades of certain ages, um, then that gives us an excuse to commit acts of violence. And then you see people like um, uh, the most intellectual bunch of The View saying saying this exact thing that because Nashville have laws in place where they um, they remove certain reading material from uh, school curriculums that they are part of the cause of why individuals um, like this this cratic, this crazy um, transgender individual decides to go and, and harm uh, children at their um, Christian ele- elementary school. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a misprint of what's actually taking place. And they're saying this is anti-trans uh, agenda. That's what they're pushing through these laws. Um, I, I could definitely see that. And as we see, I think, from another video saying that because of trans... Uh, the trans law in Tennessee, that's what led to the shooter actually shooting those kids. I definitely see that as a indicator. But, you know, before we end, I mean, we want just to say a couple updates of what's going on. You know, with Trump, uh, he actually just got indicted recently. Mm-hmm. So we'll have more to talk about that in coming I'm sure, weeks. sure, yeah. O- only like 10 minutes ago did, was it released that he was indicted. And that our favorite uh, porn-wearing shaman was also released, probably exonerated because of some of that video evidence that has recently emerged i'll pump my so. fist for that <laughs> yeah. yeah sean shaman lives matter okay mm-hmm. <laughs> on that note on that note it was great talking to you cooper we'll have more talk about in the future of course yes it's always a pleasure to speak and chat with you hopefully um not so depressing of news next week we'll see how it goes but if you enjoy our contact please like and subscribe we love uh bringing you our takes on uh, the world of politics and and news. Um, if you don't like YouTube, which we don't, because don't even get me started. Uh, join us on Rumble. That's where we have a little bit more of our library of content. Um, but Zach, always a pleasure to talk to you. I hope you have a great rest of your day.